And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. What's up, grinders, and welcome to the Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here to bring you the uh, NBA news and, uh, you know, information for today. Uh, really excited to be here uh, talking about NBA. Glad it's back. Uh, I know we have NFL. It's, uh, you know, in full swing right now, but uh, we're at that time of year where it's a really fun time to uh, watch watch all the games and whatnot and uh, just, you know, all these sports going on. It's just a great time in the, uh, in the industry, so... Uh, let's get started talking about some of these games. We have the first game on the slate, uh, and it's a pretty good slate. Uh, you know, Friday's normally a good set of games, so uh, pretty excited about that. Always like having a pretty solid slate, unlike yesterday. I'm not a big fan of those like three game, two game slates, but uh, this is a good one. So let's get started with the first game on the slate. We have the Detroit Pistons against the Washington Wizards. This is a 211 total, and uh, we have a uh, you know the Pistons side of the ball. We'll talk about first. So Stan Van Gundy is a guy that has a pretty tight rotation most of the time. Uh, he's a guy that uh, in DFS I always like to trust, right? He's a guy that he's shown that, uh, you know, if he tells us, hey, you know, I want to run a tight rotation, he'll run a tight rotation. He's done that plenty of times. If he says he's going to play X, you know, X player a uh, certain amount of minutes, he plays that player those minutes. So uh, I'm a big Stan Van Gundy fan just in general. I feel like I can trust him because and he just, you know, plays players tons of minutes but uh in this game Andre Drummond so something to note uh if you're you know if you uh skipped the first couple days and kind of missed out Andre Drummond he had some issues with his sinuses and uh he got surgery over the offseason which has helped him sleep better uh, helping him breathe better which is helping him play better he's even shooting better free throws so uh Andre Drummond is a guy that uh you know I, I look to I'm kind of a a little uh, bullish on going forward this year, so I think he's got uh, some opportunity to uh, you know have a pretty 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 uh, pretty decent season compared to some of the past. And he won't, maybe won't be the guy that we've uh, you know been hating on the past couple years and whatnot. But Andre Drummond got in foul trouble the last game, and he's you know that that's what he is. He's a guy that can get in huge foul trouble a lot. But uh, against the Wizards, I'm hoping against a matchup against Wartot, he maybe cannot uh, you know kind of can keep his hands to himself. But I think he's a really interesting player from an upside perspective at the center position and on fantasy draft. Uh, we can play tons of centers, so uh, that's one thing to love too. So Andre Drummond is a guy I'm definitely going to have some interest here uh, with for sure on this slate. I worry about this, uh, you know, getting exposure to a guy like, uh, you know, Reggie Jackson or Ish Smith. That's an issue that, like, man, Reggie Jackson and I could see just honestly getting sad at some point, you know, during games. And then Ish Smith comes in. We've seen that plenty of times. Ish Smith had a really great preseason. Uh, and I know I don't want to value all the numbers in preseason, but we saw this with Ish Smith last year, too. He took some time from Reggie Jackson. I don't have a ton of interest in him in the backcourt. Uh, I really like Avery Bradley here. Avery Bradley is a guy that I'm going to want to buy, buy, buy uh, just because of, uh, you know, He's basically like a, a better version of KCP, and uh, I'm expecting a lot of work out of him, and if he's going to get tons of minutes, uh, this seems like a great spot.
spot for Avery Bradley. So I like him a ton. Uh, something to note in the last game, Stanley Johnson played 40 minutes, shot 0 for 13 from the field uh, against the Hornets. That is that is terrible, but that won't continue, right? He will not go 0 for 13 all the time. So uh, if you want to buy the 40 Stanley Johnson minutes and you're wondering why he played so bad, um, yeah, it's just the shots weren't falling, right? He had four steals, four rebounds, and um, and one assist. Uh, but you know the shots weren't falling, but they definitely can. So uh, yeah, I, I but I like Tobias Harris. I'd rather play Tobias Harris than a Stanley Johnson. But if you're looking for a value guy, because I don't think this is a slate where we have a ton of value. Uh, but the value starting to open up, and we'll get to them as we talk to it. But you know, as I started uh, doing this, uh, started around eleven o'clock. Uh, you know, setting everything up. But some news uh, trickled in right before. So uh, yeah, basically. To sum things up with the Pistons side of the ball, uh, Andre Drummond and Avery Bradley are the two guys I'm really going to focus in on and maybe get a sprinkle of Tobias Harris. Moving on to the Washington side of the ball. Uh, yeah, so I definitely definitely want to have interest in uh, John Wall, as always. Like, he's always in play. I think he's a guy you can always have interest in. But this slate... Uh, I think there's just better point guard options, right? Uh, John Wall's one of those guys you can say at this point in his career he's matchup proof, blah, 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 blah. But I think there's other guys I just would rather uh, pay down for than, you know, play play John Wall here. So uh, I'm going to pass on him instead of, you know, taking that 18,200 18, price tag on fantasy draft. I'll just find some other point guards. But if you like John Wall a lot, um, you know, fire away on him. He's just one of those guys that is a matchup proof type player, right? But I think there's just better spots and better spots to pay your money. So just wanted to uh, note that with the uh, with the wizard side of the ball. I think Bradley Beal is another option that you can consider. Problem is, uh, I think Avery Bradley will probably stick on uh, John Wall. So if Avery Bradley is sticking on John Wall, then we could have, uh, you know, some possible uh, really bad defense uh, for Bradley Beal. And that could kind of maybe cause like a funnel spot for him. So I, I kind of like the idea of Bradley Beal here. If you want to get some Wizards exposure, uh, I think that's uh, a perfectly fine way to do it. Uh, I, I'm not a huge fan of the rest of the guys. Like I'm not, not really interested in Jason Smith a ton. Um, let me just pull up and see what Jason Smith did his last game. I don't have it off the top of my head, but uh, if he's a value on sites, like on Fantasy Draft, Jason Smith is at he's at eight, eight, $8,100. Uh, yeah, he actually got hurt in the last game. He didn't have a decision. Man, I don't know. Uh, if he's starting, depends. We could also get with Jason Smith possibly being out, too. We could also get... Um, we could also get someone else being in there, so that could obviously help too. But uh, I don't know. This this is just not a, a side of the ball I'm so interested in. It's more so Bradley Beal, and there's just other better spots on this slate personally that I'd rather attack than uh, you know deal with that one. But let's move on to the next game, which uh, this next game has uh, a, a ton of options. I'm going to have some interest in, I believe. Uh, it's definitely somewhere I'm definitely interested in. Uh, we have the Boston Celtics and the. Uh, Philadelphia 76ers, the Boston Celtics, uh, you know, we just got some news that came across that uh, Marcus Smart is questionable, so, man, uh, and it's questionable, but unlikely to play as well, so, oh, man, the, my Boston Celtics, I'm a Celtics fan, if you guys don't know, but I am, I am just so upset about the, what, what happened with Gordon Hayward, I'm sure plenty of you are too, but uh, Marcus Smart is now questionable too, so, Man, all the Celtics value it feels like, right? And then you know they're priced up, uh, you know, higher than they higher than uh, you expected, right? Well, not that we expected. I th- I think we all expected the the sites to move them up, but they're higher priced than you expected from the start of the season. Jalen Brown is at ten thousand nine hundred dollars. You got Jason Tatum at let's see what Tatum's price is. Tatum is. Uh, 11500 but uh, I think the guy to have some interest in possibly here, obviously with Marcus Smart being out, and people might not like, you know, people might say, oh, we can still go to Jalen Brown. Uh, you know, we can still go to Al Horford. Yeah, great. You can easily go to those guys, but I'm going to have some interest here in, uh, I think, uh, you know, someone in the backcourt, uh, like a Terry Rozier or a... Um, 
or a uh, Shane Larkin. Depends who gets the start. I'm pretty sure it'll be Terry Rozier. Uh, in Terry Rozier's first game, uh, I you know I, I played him actually as a you know thought he was an interesting value play, and he had like 25 uh, fantasy points. So he's a guy that I think uh, is going to be one of the top value plays now on this slate just for a cheap price tag if you're trying to jam in some studs. So I, I like Terry Rozier here. I think he's going to get tons of run with uh, with the second team. He could even start. Uh, that's definitely possible, but he could he could be on like kind of double duty with having to do that. It's just going to be a spot where we're going to have to load up on these Celtics again. Kyrie Irving too, right? Uh, he's going to have to carry the workload a big time here. Uh, Jalen Brown, Tatum, Horford, all of them, like all five are honestly just guys that are in play here against the Sixers, and it's a 217 uh, team total, right? Uh, that's something also to note. It's uh, the th- uh, fourth highest total on the slate. Retire for the fourth highest total. It it so it's it's a it's a game that we really want to get exposure to here, and so you want to load up on the Celtics here. Uh, that's just the side of the ball that I'm gonna make sure to get uh, exposure to on most of my teams. I think just because there's value there. Uh, moving on to the Sixers side of the ball, uh, we have you know we have Joel Joel minutes restriction MB. They they said he was gonna be on a minutes restriction, and now uh, he goes out there and plays in the high 20s. So uh, I'm gonna buy. Uh, you know we we've, we've we've attacked out Horford. Al Horford is not the best rebounder. We've attacked the Celtics at big men. Uh, I'm gonna I think I'm gonna get some beat exposure here. Uh, just because of what he can do, I mean, he's just got so much upside. And imagine if he ran out there for like 30 minutes, it would just be absolutely incredible. Uh, ben Simmons. Uh, he's another guy you can obviously you know get exposure to. Uh, he's kind of priced up though now, which is kind of concerning. And I I just feel like I wasn't able to get uh you know take advantage of that value uh, right away. Uh, you know I had him on the first first night, but I feel like I'm not not able to you know take advantage of that for like a week or so. The prices are getting better at pricing guys up, which is good, right? Uh, it definitely helps helps for sure to price things up. It makes things more interesting. Uh, less free squares the better, uh, just because it makes uh you know makes 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 it interesting to have everyone picking different guys and whatnot and get different roster constructions. But uh, I'll go to I think uh, I think I'm gonna go to Robert Covington. I like him a lot. He's a very cheap price tag. Had a very big game last game out there, and he's a guy that uh you know if we're seeing if we're seeing guys like Fultz on a minute restriction, if we're seeing him beat on a minute restriction, I know they don't play the same positions, right? But guys have to slide into other roles, and we're kind of in an era where it's positionless basketball and uh Covington can slide into a bunch of different spots he can slide into the the you know the two the three the four he can go in a bunch of different spots if needed so yeah uh we've seen him play in a bunch of different positions and I think Covington is a guy I'm definitely going to want to uh want to get exposure to here on this slate I like him a lot here but moving on to the next game the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Milwaukee Bucks uh Cleveland is a team you know they uh man Derek Rose was a guy that I uh I thought was maybe going to be, be a little better the first couple games or the first game but uh this is definitely not a spot where I'm gonna wanna, going to want to uh you know try and take advantage of the cheap price tag on him with him and Dwayne Wade it's just like going to be one of those situations where I feel like they're going to eat into each other a lot right now um but Against Milwaukee, you know, I don't like attacking Milwaukee uh, with point guards. They're very good at, at stopping point guards, so I'm going to pass on that. Uh, if you want anyone, you want some wing players against the Bucks, and uh, LeBron James is a wing player, right? And LeBron James is one of the best players in the NBA, so if you have the money for him, load up on him, but... I don't know if I'm definitely going to do that for sure. Uh, I think I would maybe play Giannis uh, instead, uh, but I mean... I'm never going to argue against anyone who wants to play LeBron. Uh, if you want to get a value play, uh, Jay Crowder, I, I like him a lot here. Uh, I think Jay Crowder is a really, really good play here where we can get him cheap, and I want to take advantage of that as long as possible uh, where he's cheap across the industry. It just makes a ton of sense to get 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 Jay Crowder exposure. You can also go for Kevin Love too. Kevin Love can always have big games, uh, you know, but I don't know. I think I'd rather get my exposure to LeBron James and Jay Crowder instead. On the Milwaukee Bucks side of the ball, I mean, it's it's Giannis. If I'm going to play anyone uh, here, I, I want him. He's just such an amazing athlete. And 
he's he's just he's gonna have such a big season it's gonna be awesome to watch and he's just a fun player to watch this should be a great one so yeah uh all the giannis for me uh i think malcolm brogdon's an interesting option too you can get exposure uh you know through that him too as well but i'm not trying to get crazy with these bucks i think for me if i had to rank them it goes giannis brogdon and then uh chris middleton and then yeah i'd kind of just move on from there but i'm not trying to get crazy exposure if i'm doing uh you know if i'm doing a game stack or something like that i'll maybe go like lebron jay crowder uh, Giannis and Brogdon, and then move on from there. But uh, moving on to the next game, we have uh, the Atlanta Hawks and the Charlotte Hornets. Is a revenge game for uh, good old Dwight Howard here uh, against Dwayne Dedman. So yeah, the Hawks are a really, really bad team. Uh, it's pretty much Dennis Schroder and just the funky bunch. Uh, you know, it's not the best team uh, put together right now, and uh, Dennis Schroder is pretty priced up. Uh, I was hoping we could maybe take advantage of his price tag. He's at like 14000 right now. I was hoping we could take advantage of that, uh, you know, probably early in the season. But I don't know. Against uh, Kemba here, it's definitely a spot we can have, uh, you know, as like a contrarian option. I mean, he is just going to be the guy there and just, uh, you know, be running the show so if you want to get exposure to him in tournaments i don't hate it but here's the problem uh, this is this is kind of a uh, a game where i'm just going to kind of maybe exit off on the slate right um it's just we have we have a ton of games on the slate so i don't know if i want to you know play the hawks basically so uh dennis schroder is just a guy that i just want to note because i think he's a guy that has an immense upside uh could go pretty low on because of how priced up he is but just the upside is there because he is just the guy running the show and has so much usage so uh but it's a 202.5 total and i'm very concerned about that hawks have one of the lowest totals on the slate it's just uh i think i'm gonna pass on them probably take advantage of them in more high total games where it's like a pace up game like say they're getting uh, you know the the uh the phoenix suns right or the brooklyn nets that's where i think i want to take advantage of dennis schroeder uh this season uh, I don't know about here, though, but this is just not the best spot. Uh, it, maybe if you want to go to Dwayne Dedman for a value play, if you need a cheap center uh, that's starting, but uh, we'll get we'll get to it. There's other guys I think you can uh, you know consider later on possibly, and uh, I'm not always the biggest fan of, of paying down at center just because I feel like there's some opportunity cost with a lot of great centers now uh, in the league right now. But moving on, we have the Charlotte Hornets now, uh, and again, I don't want to get you know crazy exposure to this game, uh, especially if Mike Gilchrist is back. It kind of depends. We don't really have news uh, officially on him if he is back. Um, so I'm going to kind of wait and see on that. But if Mike Kidd, Kil- Kil- Mike Kidd Gilchrist is out, I want all the Jeremy Lamb. Uh, you know, even with Batum being in there, I still think you can like get exposure to Lamb. I don't hate him as a play. But if Mike Kidd Gilchrist is out, I mean, Lamb is just in a fantastic spot. I want to load up on him. Uh, price tag has gone up a little bit, but, uh, you know, he's definitely, definitely a really good play. Um, I, you, you can't, you know, the usage he gets there is just so great. 11,200 is the problem, right? The price tag is kind of priced up for him. Uh, where we've seen like in you know in the past where we get him as like a nice value play so kind of look for him uh you know look for him around the industry where you can get him as a really good value uh 11,200 on fantasy draft i don't know if i want to get him there but if he's cheaper in other spots uh you know you can definitely have interest in him i'd rather maybe go to like a Jalen brown for 10,900 who i talked about is going to be a great value especially with marcus smart out now and then even like a darren collison 11,500 we saw him go for a huge game uh, against the brooklyn nets in a high total game against point guards that don't play defense and hey what is darren collison doing again here uh he's in a high total game uh with uh you know high total game with you know, a player that can't play defense, uh, Damian Lillard, he does not play defense at all. So uh, I'll definitely have interest in that for sure. 
But yeah, let's move on to the next game. Uh, you know, I'm, I don't have a ton of interest in that uh, Hornets side of the ball. You know, it's just a, a total pass for me. If Kate Gilchrist is out, I, I get the Kemba Walker idea. Um, and I'm not going to play Dwight Howard, though. Yeah, I, even in the revenge spot. Uh, sorry, no Dwight Howard for me. There's other centers I'd rather play on this bait slate. And speaking of other centers I would rather play on this slate, uh, we got the Portland Trailblazers and the Indiana Pacers. I talked about Darren Collison a little bit. Uh, for the Pacers, but let me talk about those Trailblazers before I get to the Pacers. Uh, they are the favorite here, uh, 114.5 uh, implied total. CJ McCollum will be back, so with CJ McCollum being back, uh, that's definitely going to be something that is, uh, you know, not going to help Damian Lillard out. So Damian Lillard doesn't become that smash play that he was on the first day of the slate. Uh, the guy that I'm absolutely in love with here is uh, is Nurkic, right? Uh, my big debate is will this game be close? Uh, that's kind of the concern I was having. With Miles Turner out, I'm expecting the Vegas total to go down quite a bit. But right now, uh, I mean, currently it's a it's only a 3.50 spread, which if this game is close, like I want uh, Nurkic. And actually just hit refresh on my page and we have uh, now the total for Pacers is at 109.75. Reason why it's at 109.75 is Miles Turner is, uh, you know, pretty much doubtful on this one with a neck. I doubt he's going to play. Uh, so again, this is why we love Nurkic in this spot. Uh, I do worry that like maybe that total is still kind of off because i just feel like this pacers team i don't know how they're gonna be able to contend but uh nurkic is a guy i'm just gonna probably want to load up on on this slate absolutely great tournament play love him uh, you can play him in cash too like i said i do worry about the blowout a little bit and just depends on uh you know other centers that you're kind of priced in there if you like nurkic or not but i love nurkic here in this spot i think this is a spot to take advantage of him uh one thing i loved hearing if you didn't you know catch us in the preseason but he's been shooting threes and shooting pretty well from three so uh nurkic is a guy that i think we're gonna we're gonna see some stuff out of this year so i'm excited to watch that this year uh other than that I, you know in a high total game right i'm not gonna argue against playing guys like lillard and mccollum i think they're all interesting plays you can get evan turner too uh you know he used to play for the pacers as well i, I just i don't know man uh there just seems like there's so many guards here and i hate dealing with terry stotts and i think there's just better better guys to play right like why am i playing damian lillard when i play kyrie irving uh that's just in an absolute fantastic spot tonight so um i get it right damian lillard does have the upside but i think if i want to get any exposure to this trailblazer side of the ball i'm gonna do it through nurkic uh, I think that's the best route to take. Moving on to the Pacers side of the ball. So, um, yeah, this is odd. So, Miles Turner being out is going to be Sabonis is supposed to start at the center, uh, Coach Nate, Nate McMillan said. So, if so, again, this is another reason why I don't like Nurkic. Sabonis is not going to be able to hold him at all. But I just don't know how uh, Sabonis is going to be able to, like, handle all those minutes there. Uh, also, another guy is uh, TJ Leaf. He was only restricted to 10, 15 minutes. If he's still restricted to 10, 15 minutes, Someone's got to play those center minutes, and I just, I'm not believing that Sabonis is going to, like, go out there and play, like, 25 to 30 minutes. I mean, it's something to monitor, and, like, if we do think Sabonis is going to play that many minutes at center, you know, there's reason to play him as a value play. Like, I get it. I'm not expecting a lot from him, right? I don't love Sabonis at all, but if you're telling me a, a very cheap guy on this slate is going to play, you know, 25 to 30 minutes, he's definitely going to enter the conversation for me for sure. I'm definitely going to look into him more and whatnot, and uh, in a fast total game, it makes some sense, but again, I just don't think Sabonis can be able to hold Nurkic and possibly get into foul trouble. I also think Al Jefferson is really interesting as, you know, value play that could be very contrarian i do think what's going to happen is the bonus is going to you know obviously be in a clear mismatch and then they're going to bring al jefferson in i really think that's what's going to be the case i think al jefferson is a really interesting contrarian tournament play um again kind of wait to see on the news i'm hoping that they say that al jefferson will get some minutes but we'll have to see how that uh ends up uh ends up playing out but 
he's a guy that I kind of have on my list as an interesting guy. And then uh, some of these guards, right, with Miles Turner being down, like there's going to be tons of usage to go around. So guys like Lance Stevenson, Victor Oladipo, Darren Collison, like they're all interesting plays. Uh, Thaddeus Young, too. He's another guy that, uh, you know, could get a ton of run, uh, you know, as one of the bigs today. So uh, there's a lot of different value plays on this uh, on this Pacers team right now. Uh, I know that they're not all priced down. Like, I'm not talking just value like that, but there's value in them because with Miles Turner going down and being a guy that they, uh, you know, just really thinking, think they're going to be featuring a lot this year, uh, there's some shots to go around for this team. So uh, look to the Pacers side of the ball for some some value plays. Like I said, you know, even through Bogdanovich, like all these guys, there's, there's tons of interest here uh if i had to rank them for you uh i'm probably gonna go with uh carlson and victor oladipo are like my one two and then like thad young at three and then like probably then that's when i'd start having interest in like those uh big men and whatnot but i still think those other guys who are in like kind of uh price in the mid tier uh the oladipo the young and the carlson would definitely think to need to consider them as like nice value plays today Moving on to the next game, with a 225 total, the Orlando Magic and the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets are favored by two points. Uh, Brooklyn is a uh, Brooklyn's an interesting team, but we lost Jeremy Lin, uh, and you know, losing Jeremy Lin, what does that mean, man? All the D'Angelo Russell. This again, this is one reason why I don't want to pay up for John Wall today, right? Talked about a Kyrie Irving. Talked about D'Angelo Russell. He's a guy I want to load up on this slate at point guard. Uh, just a fantastic play. Uh, no Jeremy Lane is just going to have all the usage. He is going to be chucking all day long. So give me all the D'Angelo Russell here. I think he's a fantastic play. Definitely have to have interest in some of these other guys though, right? Alan Crabb is another guy. Like, again, I'm not in love with him, but uh, with Jeremy Lane going down, there could be a lot of shots up for him. So I don't, you know, hate some of these guys for value plays, right? These guys are cheap across the industry, so I think we have to kind of, uh, you know, take a look at them, especially in a 225 total. If you want a game stack it too, I, I don't hate doing that. So uh, again, I, D'Angelo Russell is one of my favorite point guard plays on this slate, but some of these other Nets plays, I don't hate sprinkling in if you're going to do a game stack. Again, they're not plays I love, but they they could be the value that helps get you in another stud like Giannis, right? And if you uh, stack it up with, uh, you know, guys in the opposite side of the ball, it could be really interesting. Another value play, let's talk about on the Magic side of the ball. I think Terrence Ross is an interesting value play. Uh, against the Nets in a fast-paced, you know, fast-paced game, this is kind of a game environment that fits him really well, and I think he's an interesting value play. A tournament play I absolutely love, uh, I think is like a fantastic, fantastic tournament play is Alfred Payton. In this matchup against the Nets, uh, you know, people are not going to want to pay that price tag for him. But, uh, you know, we know the Nets are terrible against the point guards. We know Alfred Payton is really good in like, you know, those high-paced environments where defense isn't played. We know Alfred, Alfred Payton can be a triple-double guy. We've seen that from him. He can get the rebounds. He can get the assists. And he can put up a lot of points. He's done it. He can have massive games. I absolutely love Alfred Payton today. Again, another reason why I don't want to pay up for a guy like John Wall. Uh, you know, I just don't want to pay up for some of these guys that are not in the best spots at cost expensive because I, at point guard, I just think there's some really nice value value plays that uh, people might might think might go overlooked here. So uh, again, Alfred Payton, I absolutely love him today. He's one of my favorite GVP uh, point guards. I'm probably gonna do the uh, you know over on a site uh, you know sites with uh, just two point guards only. I might do the uh, you know the Peyton D'Angelo Russell game stack again. I can do that on fantasy draft too. I'll do a uh, Peyton D'Angelo Russell game stack. Uh, I think that's a, a really great play to do, and I'm gonna be doing that for sure. Uh, another guy to like too is uh, is Vucevic here. I'll probably have some interest in him. A lot of these Magic stars. I mean, they're just we we saw Frank Vogel play them a ton of minutes last time out there. So uh, and we haven't seen that in the past. 
again, this is a team that can be concerning because they normally don't have a tight rotation, but they showed a tight rotation the first game. So, uh, again, it's also a huge total. And, uh, you know, I, I watched this Nets Magic game last year, and, like, it was, you know, a game that just shot through the roof total-wise. Uh, so, I mean, you just have to love it here. Uh, I'd be loading up on this game in tournaments. Uh, I think the game stack is definitely viable for sure. And reason why is we're going to get to the next game with a very, very low total. And again, another guy that I just don't want to pay up for. Uh, you know, we'll talk about this one right now. 198.5. Uh, we have the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves and the Utah Jazz. Uh, so talking about like guy like John Wall, who I don't want to pay up for. Another guy, Carl Anthony Towns. I don't want to pay up for him. Uh, he's a guy that's pretty priced up against Rudy, Rudy Gobert. Uh, there's just cheaper centers I'd rather play on this slate. Uh, and obviously we'll get to some other ones that I like too, but uh, this is another reason why I like Nurkic, right? I'm not going to pay up for a guy like Towns in this tough spot. Uh, Rudy Gobert is a guy I don't mind if you wanted to pay for. I think you could, uh, but he disappointed in that matchup against the Nuggets, and uh, I kind of worry. Towns is a guy that kind of stretched the floor, so it seems like uh, seems like playing Gobert. You know, uh, you know, I got excited about playing Gobert, and I think that's what kind of happened the first game of the season, uh, and just thinking like in the, the high paced total game. But um, this this dual matchup between Gobert and Towns seems like a spot I'm just gonna like kind of stay away from. Gobert probably gonna be pulled away from the basket a ton with Towns. I'm just gonna stay away from this whole thing entirely and just not worry about it i'm probably just gonna stay away from the game completely uh narrative street we got rodney hood's birthday so if you have interest in that uh you obviously could but this is one of the lowest total games on the slate at 198.5 very slow tempo game i'm gonna stay away from it we also have a revenge game for ricky rubio uh so that's obviously something to be interested in uh, rubio is the guy that is supposed to be the timberwolves point guard and they shipped him out of town for uh, jeff teague but uh yeah i don't know maybe i get some ruby exposure for fun just because i uh you know like the revenge and uh Rubio should get up for this game for sure. This is this seems like a game he would, but uh, it's not a sexy game at all. And there's other, like I said, there's other point guards I like that I just talked about. So he probably gets cut from the list. But uh, I'm just going to pass on this game. And again, another X out spot on the slate. Uh, there's 10 games on this slate. I'm just going to X it out and call it a day. Moving on to the next game, we have the Sacramento Kings and the Dallas Mavericks. So I don't believe in this total being only 202.5. Uh, I would bet the over on this. Dallas is a team that's trying to play very up-tempo. That's what they're trying to do. That's what they're going to do, they say. Um, so I'm going to buy the, buy the over on this total. And I think you can still get exposure to some of these guys. Like um, With Seth Curry still being out, uh, you can go with uh, Dennis Smith Jr. Dennis Smith Jr., you know, where we can get him cheap. Uh, he's a guy that I like to obviously play here on this site. But he's starting to get priced up around the industry, so I'm a little concerned about that. But Dennis Smith Jr. is an interesting play on this slate. I wouldn't sleep on a guy like Wes Matthews, right? Wes Matthews, uh, he's still cheap around the industry. Where we, you know, we have him uh, in a game that we expect to be a higher-paced game. And uh, the Sacramento Kings, uh, you know, they don't really play a ton of defense, and they've never played defense against shooting guards. So, uh, again, Wesley Matthews will probably play a little more small forward than shooting guard, but still. Uh, Wes Matthews, I think, is like the guy that I would play here. Uh, probably have the most interest in him if I had to. On the Sacramento Kings side of the ball, uh, I definitely have interest in De'Aaron Fox, I think, a little bit. Uh, I, man, I, I just think he's a, if he's going to get the minutes, I, it's something I'm a little, you know, don't know for sure if he'll always get the minutes. That's going to kind of be one of the things you have to, they're going to slowly work in this rookie. Um, but I, I think he's just a really talented kid, and I definitely want to be buying in on. Uh, I don't know if this is the spot to, but I think uh, you know he's a guy you could obviously you know have some interest in. I'm assuming Zach Randolph. It looks like he's in the starting lineups page for us. I'm assuming he's back. He only had dental work. That's all it was. Uh, so I'm assuming that you know he should be fine this game. And I'm not really you know guys like Scalabca now slide back to the bench, so we kind of lose him as a value play sadly. But um, one guy I still like is Willie Cauley Stein. Um, 
you know, he had 21 and 10 in the last game out there. And again, obviously with, with Randolph not being there, that was obviously something, you know, that obviously helped him out for sure. But um, with Randolph being uh, out, uh, you know, being or with Randolph being back in, I'm not that worried because it's, it really seems like Willie Cauley Stein is like you know one of these future pieces that they're really going to be working with here. So I like Willie Cauley Stein here. I think he's a really interesting play, especially against a guy like Dirk. Uh, he could be pulled away from the basket a ton, which could well, you know definitely hurt him uh, a little bit. But I don't know. I think uh, buying on him, I, I don't hate, and obviously he's maybe one of those guys I'm. I mean, I'm trying not to force, but I, I like Willie Cauley Stein. Just I'm bullish on him for like the future and whatnot. And De'Aaron Fox, I just pulled up his minutes. He played 24 minutes in the opener. Uh, you know, had a pretty nice game, 14 points, five assists, four rebounds. Uh, if you can get him cheap around the industry, I, I think Fox is an interesting play. It just the issue is, is uh, I don't want 24 minutes. I want 30 minutes of him. So uh, don't think I'll get him. I think it's going to be one of those spots where I'm going to have to wait. Uh, kind of wait for the um, wait for the spots where the value opens up when someone's injured, like a George Hill or something like that, to really buy in him. But if you want to go crazy in tournaments, uh, I don't hate it. Just because I think uh, maybe if he gets going early, they just feel like they're forced to keep him on the court. Maybe they are. Because, again, he shot 7 for 15. So I put up the uh, tied for the most shots in the game. So uh, he's going to get his for sure uh, coming He's going to get his for sure, uh, you know, in these games. But let's move on to the next game. Uh, that wasn't the, you know, greatest game on the slate. But we have a game that we obviously want to get exposure to, right? 221 total, the Golden State Warriors and the New Orleans Pelicans. Obviously, game to love. And, uh, you know, obviously, I talked about not liking a guy like Towns uh, on this slate and like Gobert. Like, I don't want to pay it for some of these centers that uh, just seem like they're priced up in not great spots. The reason why is I have Anthony Davis and Demarcus Cousins against the Golden State Warriors in a high tempo game. 221 total. I want to get exposure to these Pelicans here in a fantastic spot with no Rajon Rondo. Uh, Drew Holiday is another guy that becomes a very interesting play as well. I definitely would want to get exposure to him too. That's kind of where I'm going to keep it, right? I'm just going to keep it with those three guys. Very, you know, keep it simple, stupid. Uh, you know, I just got to make sure I only play Drew Holiday, Davis, and Cousins. I'm not going to mess around with these other guys. I don't think they're worth messing around with. Uh, so I'm just going to play the, those that core three and basically move on from the Pelicans. Uh, looking at the Warriors side of the ball, uh, so uh, we don't have a, uh, you know, I'm guessing Draymond Green doesn't play this game. That's just what I'm assuming. But if Draymond Green plays, of course, you would like to play him at lower ownership. So if we get like, you know, if we know closer to lock that he's definitely playing, that'd be great. But, um, you know, with no Draymond Green in there, that's definitely going to be a benefit to, uh, you know, it's benefit to all these guys. It's going to be benefit to Curry, Durant. Clay Thompson uh, on our Roto Grinders projected lineup page, we have Jordan Bell in there. So uh, Jordan Bell is a guy that uh, you know he's a value, right? We could obviously, if we know he's going to play a ton of minutes, you could have some interest in it. Again, I, I'm not saying to load up on Jordan Bell, but I'm looking for some value, right? And maybe he's an interesting one. I, I don't know if he would be. Um, like it's it's we've, we've we've seen one sample, right? One game sample. Uh, it's not official. Like I can't be like, oh yeah, Jordan Smith Bell is going to be able to smash here, right? But he's a starter that's going to just be a value play. I don't think we need it, but uh, it's just worth noting who the starters are going to be. And again, uh, the value is not really in guys like Jordan Bell. It's in guys like Kevin Durant. Uh, you know, without Draymond Green, he's going to be asked to do a lot more. Has to be doing a lot more rebounding. You know, a lot more work on the defensive end. Uh, and Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, those are all guys to uh, you know definitely be having interest in for sure. So if you want to play them and you have the money for it, go for it. But again, like I said, um, there's other guys I, I love more on this slate. I think they're kind of more in like that uh, second tier for me, guys like Curry and Clay Thompson when it comes to the guards. They're not in like tier one. They're more in like the tier two range for me. Uh, and then uh, Kevin Durant, I think he's a fantastic play, and he's a guy that I definitely want to get a ton of exposure to on the slate, especially if Draymond is out. Moving on to the last game of this slate, we have the Los Angeles Lakers and the Phoenix Suns. And, uh, yep, 
the uh, Phoenix Suns are somehow the favorite in this game. Do not know how. I know the Lakers were bad, uh, but the Phoenix Suns were really awful the other day. But, oh, man, that's that's just crazy to see them as a favorite. Um, but, yeah, 218.5 total. I'm expecting this to be a game of no defense being played. Tons of missed shots. Tons of sloppy play. Uh, but Lakers are going to be, uh, you know, traveling to Phoenix on back-to-back. So it's definitely something that's probably, uh, you know, obviously not the greatest for them. But, uh I'm going to get get exposure on the Phoenix side of the ball, I think, uh, to guys like Eric Bledsoe, uh, Devin Booker. Those guards are going to be able to eat here in this spot, so I have interest in them. Uh, the only issue I have with this front court, right, I want to get exposure to them, but, ah, man, it's just like I, I cannot trust Earl Watson. It's pretty frustrating. Never know what he's going to do, and Alex Len is now back too, so that kind of uh, you know messes some things up in the front court. So for me, my son's exposure is going to be through uh, Devin Booker and Eric Bledsoe. Moving on to the next, uh, next, we got the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, so, yeah, I don't love the Lakers side of the ball a ton, but obviously against a team like the Phoenix Suns who play zero defense, if you want to get exposure to, like, a Brandon Ingram for cheap, don't go to Luol Deng. I did that yesterday, and that was awful. Maybe Alonzo Ball, point guard. You know, he kind of, uh, it seemed like he just kind of played it safe last game. Didn't really, uh, you know, go crazy. Uh, I can see this maybe being a game where Ball could kind of ramp up a little bit, uh, you know, maybe kind of a, you know, attack the basket a little more, got those like jitters out from the first game. I think Lonzo Ball is an interesting play, but again, there's other point guards I talked about earlier that I like a little bit more. Um, again, on fantasy draft, we're talking about all these guards that I have interest in, uh, you know, that's why I like playing fantasy draft. You can get tons of exposure to guards over there, but uh, Brandon Ingram was a guy to have interest in too, but uh, another guy, uh, you know, if Julius Randle, if I know he's healthy, I would love to load up on him here in this spot. I think he'd be in a fantastic spot. And then uh, a tournament guy, if he's going to, you know, if we, you know, tournament guy that I think is going to be in an interesting spot is uh, Brooke Lopez. And one of those games that's a really up and down type game where Brooke Lopez, you know, he started shooting threes last year and he was hitting them like crazy. Uh, I could see this being a spot with Brooke Lopez. We we could kind of see him have a really massive game out of nowhere. So, and people are wondering, why, how did Brooke Lopez do so well? Because Brooke Lopez is a guy who does not rebound at all. Going against a guy like Tyson Chandler uh, and Alex Len, who will, will probably out-rebound him all day long, but Brooke Lopez will de- be, definitely be causing them fits, uh, stretching the floor there. So, uh, I think Brooke Lopez could be an interesting center tournament play on this slate but that'll about wrap up the slate for you guys uh, again uh thanks a lot for listening to the daily fantasy fix podcast head on over to uh you know head on over to fantasy draft they have the carolina millions qualifier that you can uh, try and qualify for they got tickets for that to try and get into uh you know those for sunday uh definitely an awesome contest and uh, fantasy draft offers a ton of great stuff and they have rake free head-to-heads those are awesome too so sign up for those as well it's always a you know always a great time over here on fantasy draft and uh good luck in all of your contests so again thanks a lot for joining us guys for me travis mangone i am out lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this father's day we do it right too with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn now get a charbroil four burner advantage series gas grill for just 169 dollars, and pick up your choice of craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only 99 dollars each Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy.
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.